Welcome to Tea Time with Chris, a podcast that celebrates faith, humor, and the power of storytelling. I'm Chris Tomlinson, your host, and I'm thrilled to invite you to join me for engaging conversations with people from all walks of life. Together, we'll sip some tea, or whatever you prefer, and explore life's joys and challenges with a focus on hope, inspiration, and positivity. I'll also share some of my personal stories and some poetry to add a touch of intimacy and creativity to our chats. So join me as we spread love, joy, and laughter with each episode. Welcome to Tea Time with Chris. Welcome to Tea Time with Chris, episode 10. I'm your host, as usual, Chris Tomlinson. And tonight's episode is a little different than I usually do. I don't have really a main topic or big topic or anybody to interview. However... I have had many people ask me to read my writings and my poetry and such, so I thought I would take this time to make this episode of me reading some poetry and maybe some other writings I have. But before we do, let's jump into the tea flavor of the week. This week's flavor of tea is called... Gyukuru. It originated from Japan and is known for its unique cultivation method where the tea leaves are shaded from the sun for several weeks before harvesting. This shading process enhances the tea's flavor and alters its chemical composition. Gyukuru has a vibrant green color and a rich, sweet, and umami taste. It is often described as having a smooth, velvety texture with a complex flavor profile. It is prized for its high concentration of antioxidants, particularly catechins, which are known for their potential health benefits, such as supporting cardiovascular health, boosting metabolism, and promoting overall well-being. Sounds pretty good. I have never had it, but the image looks pretty cool. It's the greenest tea I've ever seen. It's a really cool color. I'll probably have to try that one. It looks really good. So now we're going to jump into tonight's episode. And like I said before, I'm going to read some of my writings and poetry. So just take this time to just relax, sit back, chill, and just take a listen. into writing when I was a teenager and I can't remember the exact time I started writing but I do know that my first poem I ever wrote was called In My Mind and I wrote it when I was sitting in school. I can't tell you exactly the reason why or like the purpose of it. I can't remember exactly. It was a long time ago. I was in school. But I I do remember it got published in a poetry book, which I have on my bookshelf. 
I felt really honored that it was in there, even though it really wasn't like picked or anything. I submitted it and paid like 15 bucks or whatever to get it into this book with a whole bunch of other poems. But that was cool as a teenager to have a book that had your poems in it. So the first poem I will read is that poem called My Mind. And remember, this is Teenage Chris. My Mind. In my mind, there's only one kind. I look into your face. My heart increases pace. My mind begins to race. The moment's going too fast. If only it lasts. I give you everything. My heart begins to sing. I love you. It's all true. So yeah, I wrote that when I was in high school. I want to say about junior year or so. And again, I can't remember exactly the purpose of that poem. But I do believe I was probably liking somebody or something. And I wrote about it. And that's how I felt. Uh, like writing is like a really good way for me to express how I feel. Because sometimes when I talk, it's hard for me to keep up with what my mind is saying. And sometimes when I write, I just write and write and write. And sometimes I don't even realize what I've written until I've read it afterwards. And it's just a great way for me to be able to express what I want to say compared to just talking. So another poem I wrote, and this one somebody actually bought for me. I didn't write it in the name, like they didn't buy it and I wrote it for them. I wrote it and I showed it off on social media and someone really liked it and bought it for me and I framed it for them and sent it to them. And that felt really good that someone actually liked a poem that I wrote and they wanted to have it framed in their house. And if I remember right, I think this is one that I read on my TikTok or my YouTube and somebody messaged me and asked me, for permission to read it at their wedding. And I said, sure, it's fine. And I wish I could have heard it, like was there to hear it read, but that's okay. It's cool to know that someone read this poem at their wedding. So this poem is called Artwork. Your artwork I could admire forever. The breeze in the trees become your breath. The feeling of the sun becomes your touch. In your eyes, I see the countless stars of the galaxies. And in them, I become lost. Lost within the beauty you radiate. Further than our own sun could reach. Your voice becomes that of the heavens. And melts this very heart of mine. Just to know you is only a glimpse of what you contain within. Now the next poem I'm going to read. I was going through something hard at the time. I was telling myself that the only way it's going to change. Is if I change the situation. And the circumstances. And I was too comfortable in a mode or whatever. And things just weren't going right. And for some reason I felt a really strong sense of like a motivation. 
and I know that I needed to write this out to motivate myself, but also I wrote it to hopefully motivate people who are reading it or listening to the poem. So, the name of this poem is really simple. It's called This. This is the moment. The moment you've waited for. The moment you sought after and fought for. All those times you fell when you thought you were alone. But even then, you couldn't even tell. You couldn't see through the different tones. The tones between dark and light. When it tore through skin and bones. Struck deep into your heart. It struck deep to your soul. Step back now and look. Open up now and read it like a book. You see that? This moment is called progress. Dig deep now, but don't hold on to the past. Every tiny step you made brought you here to this day. Now wait. Don't let it fade. Enjoy this moment, for it is a moment deserved. It is a moment you created. This. This is that moment. This next poem, I, <laughs> I was thinking about like a National Geographic type thing. And I was just thinking about a clip going through my head of like, you know, like different scenes of uh, nature and waterfalls and forest and different, just different scenes in my mind of landscapes. And then I also imagined like, the cells and embryos of human beings and animals and different animal creatures and stuff and just thought about the narration over it and just thought about like how cool it would be for me to be able to narrate something for like a National Geographic or a nature type documentary. So I actually created a video that, to this and I thought it was pretty cool. It's on my uh, YouTube and on my TikTok. It's Something I thought, I'm actually kind of a little proud of it because to me, I thought it was, I think it's pretty cool. But, anyways, this poem is called Life. Life is a precious gift. It's rare and yet so swift. You have a one and a 400 trillion chance to exist. If someone belittles you and says you should never even be here, just remember the odds of you to even appear. Look around you. Stop. Breathe. And listen to the wonders. For you have a purpose. A reason to be amongst the numbers. Smile. Laugh. Cry. Live your life to the fullest. Live it. To your best and the purest. Don't take it for granted and waste it away. You were considered worthy to live to see today. Life is a gift. Though surely it is swift. So this next poem I already wrote about God. <laughs> And I just was wanting to write something that I 
though, would portray God and would say like some characteristics. Like I wanted a good poem of God, you know? So anyways, this poem is called God, the one before it all, a love even at a fall. He carved your smile. He holds your tears in a vial. He formed it all with his words. The Lord of all lords took time to be precise for you. He loves you through and through. The heavens are his canvas. He designs the stars and planets. His light shines all around us, even during storms and through the fuss. He formed the curve of your lips, so when you smile, it brings about bliss. He took time to form your eyes, the very colors from his own dyes. He gave life and cares for us all. Sit, listen, and you'll hear his call. The winds carry his song of love. The animals dance before the stars above. Flowers blossom from his light. The heavens give off a glorious sight. He consists of love, compassion, and joy. Do not listen to the enemy's ploy. God will see you through to the end. Your heart, he will surely mend. Love each other, as God said. He'll deliver you from the dead. This next poem, this poem is called Beneath the Sky. Would you come lie with me beneath the sky? We'll cuddle together, just you and I. I'll listen to your breath as we watch the stars. I'll tell stories of Jupiter and Mars. We'll talk about God and his creation. Watch stars dance and animals in preparation. The sun will rise and morning will begin. I'll see into your eyes and get lost again. You take me away far out into space. I stare into your eyes and I watch your face. Your lips curve upwards and a smile is formed in place. That smile could melt the coldest planets deep in outer space. You shine brighter than the diamonds that rain on Saturn. More vibrant and beautiful than any planet's own patterns. God works in the most beautiful and amazing ways. More mysterious and wonderful than all the stars rays. I see you and thank God in his infinite power for blessing me with this moment. With such a precious flower. So those are just a few poems that I wanted to share with you guys. And now, lastly, I'm going to share a little bit of Petey and Mugs. Now, this is a podcast series that I wanted to start. I still want to start, but it's a lot of work going into it because I'm not really good at doing a bunch of voices and I kind of have to figure out how to do the voices for the characters and coming up with artwork and stuff, but 
basically, it's going to be like a podcast, like an audiobook reading almost, but not really a book. I'm just reading what I wrote. And it's geared towards kids. And I came up with the idea when I was younger. I would tell my family that I had dreams of me and my dog. And my dog would fly around and stuff like that. And it was it was really weird. I would just do it just to be funny and to have fun with my family. But when I thought back to it, I was like, that would be a really cool children's book. So... I thought of the idea of writing a book story of Adventures of Petey and Muggs. Chapter 1. Petey. It was a very good day today. Mom made the best food, like always. Muggs and Petey got to explore more of the woods. They found a big tree. It was so big that the ground couldn't hold it anymore. The tree was bent over and the top was resting on the ground. At the foot of the tree, its mighty roots had pulled the ground up, forming what looked like a little cave. At least, at least to Petey's imagination it was. Mugs, check this out, Petey yelled excitedly as he rushed over to the cave. Petey picked up a stick on the ground and pretended it was a bright torch to see in the cave. As he stepped in, the cave came to life before him. The walls grew bigger. And as his imagination grew, so did the cave around him. He was too scared to go any further, so he decided to explore another time. Maybe later, okay? Petey said to Muggs, as he looked down at him walking out of the cave. Muggs turned his head and put his ears up and followed Petey out of the cave. Petey, a voice rang over the sky. Mom, Petey said. Come on, Muggs, it's time to go inside. The sun was starting to set and the sky was lit up with so many amazing colors. Petey put his hand up in the air as he was running home, pretending to paint the sky. Muggs hopped alongside happily. As they enter the house, Petey stops for a moment and takes in a deep breath. Ah, that smells so good, Petey said with a happy sigh. Mom and Dad had made dinner. The food they made was always so good, especially Dad's. Wash your hands, Mom said as Petey ran inside the house. Muggs followed Petey to the bathroom and watched as he washed his hands and examined his face in the mirror. Petey ran to the kitchen table and sat down. He was so hungry after their adventure and couldn't wait to eat. The food looked so good. Mom and Dad sat down and bowed their heads. Petey followed through and folded his hands. Even Muggs put his head down as he sat wagging his tail under the table in front of Petey waiting for food to fall. Dad said a prayer and thanked God for the food and the blessing. Once he was done, Petey dove into his food. Not really. That would hurt and not be very clean. Petey started eating his food and enjoyed every bite and sip of his cold drink. He started to slow down as mom and dad was talking about the day with him. Petey looked up from his food, his mouth and cheek covered in sauce. Mom giggled and dad shook his head with a smile. He's such a messy boy. Mom said as she reached over and wiped Petey's face with a napkin. Petey smiled and then said excitedly, We found a cave today. He then went back to eating. Oh, really? Dad replied. Mm-hmm, Petey said, putting food in his mouth. He waited to finish his food and then said, It's under a huge tree in the wood. Dad, this tree is so big, it ripped the planet Earth, Petey said with wide eyes. Wow, Petey, 
Dad said with a laughter in his voice. Be careful, young man, Mom said sternly, pointing at him. It's not polite to point, Petey said in a weird voice. Hey, don't correct your mother, Dad said. Mom giggled. Yes, you're right, Petey. I'm sorry. Still, though, you be careful. Yes, I'm pointing at you because I'm Mom. And I'm, she said as she slowly stood up. The, she again said, and slowly stepped toward Petey. Mug's ears stood up, and he sat up quickly, wagging his tail. Mom got closer and closer to Petey. Petey began to laugh. Uh-oh, Dad says. Boss, Mom yells and jumps at Petey, tickling and kissing his face. Petey squirmed around laughing. Muggs jumped up and down, yelping excitedly as Dad watched laughing. Later, after they finished dinner, Petey took his bath, brushed his teeth, and got ready for bed. He put on his favorite blue pajamas with yellow stars, planets, and little cartoon rockets. Muggs ran into Petey's room and jumped up onto the foot of it, circling around and then plopping to lay down, waiting for Petey. Petey ran in his room making noises like he was on a rocket ship. Coming in for a landing, Petey yelled, plopped on Muggs. Muggs looked back with his tongue out, looking like he's smiling, wagging his tail. Petey laughed and cuddled up, petting Muggs. Muggs rolled around next to Petey till he got comfy, put his head back, tongue flopping over and panting. Petey laughed. Here, silly Muggs. Mom walked in and giggled. You two ready for bed? She asked, kneeling down, patting Muggs as he licked her face. Yes, Mom, Petey said, saluting Mom as he lay down. Mom shook her head and laughed, pulling the blankets up for Petey. Dad entered the room shortly after Mom and knelt down. I see we had a successful landing, Dad said. Yes, sir, Petey said, saluting again. They all laughed. <laughs> all right, bud, let's pray. They all put their hands down and closed their eyes, and Dad began to pray. After prayers, Dad knelt down and gave Petey a kiss on the head. Petey shouted, Amen, and stretched his arms out for hugs and kisses. Mom leaned over Dad, too. And they all had a big group hug. Mom kissed Petey's head too and told him they love him. They shut the lights off and closed the door while whispering goodnight. Petey smiled and rolled over holding Muggs as he walked up curled under his arms, slowly licking his face. Good night, Muggs, Petey said as he drifted off to sleep. Good night, a voice shouted loudly, waking Petey up. Petey jumped up, scared from the voice, looking around. He let out a little screech in fear, holding his pillow, ready to hit whatever the voice came from. He looked around the room. Who said that? He asked. He looked over at Mug sitting up on his bed, ears standing. Mug tilted his head sideways and one ear flopped over. You okay? He asked. Petey hit his face behind his pillow and let out a yell. A paw came over the pillow and gently pulled the pillow down. Mug stood before Petey, holding his paw out over his mouth, making a shushing sound. Shh, you'll wake Mom and Dad, Muggs whispered. Petey looked at Muggs with wide, scared eyes. How, Muggs? How? Petey stuttered, scared with tears forming. Oh, no, Petey, don't cry, buddy, Muggs said, wiping Petey's face. Don't be scared, it's just me, Muggs. But you can't talk, Muggs. Your voice, you're a dog, Petey said, slowly backing up. Muggs laughed and then stood up on his back paws like a human. He was wearing a tuxedo with a red bow tie, and he spun a black cane around with a gold top. With his other paw, he pulled out a fancy-looking top hat and placed it on his head. He did a little jig with his feet, and then leaned on, leaned on his cane, crossing his ankles. Petey, my boy, 
there are things you don't know about me. But tonight, my dear friend, we explore. Muggs paused and looked around. The cave, waving his little paws around. But it's too late, Muggs. We're supposed to be sleeping, Petey said softly. Is it, though? Muggs asked with a little grin. While leaning on his cane, he waved toward the window. Petey gasped and slowly walked to his window, jumping over his bed. Whoa, Petey said. Outside was no longer his backyard. There was no trees, no grass, no trampoline, and the woods. The woods were gone. All you could see was stars everywhere. Petey leaned against the base of the window, palms against the wood of the wall. His eyes and face lit up by streaks of color that filled the many stars that were scattered all before Petey's eyes. Where are we? Petey asked, still stuck in amazement above the view. Mug swung his cane and walked up to Petey, leaning against the base of the window with him, looking out at the stars. Welcome to the beginning of our adventures, Petey. Before you is God's playground, Mug said excitedly. Playground? Petey asked. He shouted excitedly. I love playground. Where's the slides and swings? Petey asked, looking out at the stars. Oh, they're out there, Petey. Just, God's playground is a whole lot bigger and better than the playground you're used to. Petey jumped up and down, giggling happily, Muggs tail wagging side to side. Are you ready, Petey? Muggs asked as he tossed his cane up and then caught it. Yeah, Petey yelled. To the adventure, put his hands up in the air. Muggs let out a happy howl, and Petey attempted one as well, laughing. And that's a little bit of what I have written for Petey and Muggs. I'm hoping to do more with it and actually get it out there for a podcast for kids to listen to. And maybe even else would like it. Who knows? Hopefully you liked what I read tonight. Maybe it, I don't know if it was supposed to inspire or anything, but hopefully you enjoyed it and you were able to just relax and listen. Thank you for listening to Tea Time with Chris. God bless. You've just listened to Tea Time with Chris, a podcast filled with hope, faith, joy, love, and occasional laughter. We hope you enjoyed it and continue to stay up to date with us at teatimewchris.com. God bless. Mm-hmm.